0: Really, 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 short
1: shorts. Really short shorts.
0: And then there's a slit up the side of them, too. Right. Because I can't have any wind slowing me down. They call me the gray ghost, which is also what they called Bill Cosby's. That's
1: right, Dr. Huxtable. It is. No. Well, no, we have to cut that. <laughs> well, no, I think it's okay if we call it's him like if Huckstable, we call Doctor Huxtable. That's the character, okay. who who never did anything wrong. The the fictional the character who I've divorced from the bad bad man yeah. who did terrible things. They got
2: divorced on that show.
1: No, in my mind, I've I oh, I see separated any connection.
2: So you're okay with giving Bill Cosby money and attention. As long as he's playing a character.
1: No, I'm not really giving Bill Cosby money. I'm not still actively watching the Cosby show. I don't think that my mentioning. I don't think it's, it's Brian it?
0: already bought the, the box set DVD.
1: <laughs> right. And so the right. money's already been spent. The money's already gone to Cosby. How many times have we referenced Gordon Gartrell and had to have it, Mark, cut it out of this? Because we're yeah. too sensitive about Cosby references.
0: Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about any of all, of all that, other than probably shouldn't have done that stuff. <laughs> well, that's no? Some
2: strong condemning language you've got there. You shouldn't have well. done
0: that stuff, and by that stuff, I mean saying the word asshole in you know, himself. Remember, and the movie in the the stand up doc himself, he says asshole on stage. Oh. The joke I mean, was the joke was uh, people say that cocaine brings the the real you out. Yeah, but what if you're an asshole? And I remember even thinking back then, like, whoa, what are you? Dang, Bill Cosby, right. if you can if you can do that, what else are you capable of? And it turns out <laughs> worse <laughs> things than I thought. Right. We should probably cut all this, right? Yeah, I don't
2: I don't think we should have a running Bill Cosby commentary this week.
0: Probably
1: not. Really? I I think that we have we have glorified we're not glorifying this, right? We we are I think we're condemning the actions of the most hated human beings. I want really,
0: really, 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 really short shorts. So
2: who wears really, 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 short shorts, he... I can't do
1: this. The Grey Ghost? I mean, God damn it, Brian! damn it, God. Welcome
0: to INS, the International News Service. Your source for the most important... Weird News from Across the Globe with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Solid Gold was a variety
1: TV show uh, in the late
0: 1970s, early 1980s.
1: I don't think we we wouldn't remember it if it didn't happen. Yeah, I remember. To to I
0: remember everything from the moment of birth for me.
1: Oh, uh, gross! Yes. It's it's, it's
2: going to be traumatic.
0: No, you just kind of now. How are you
2: defining birth?
0: The first time I got on stage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The Solid gold ran from 1980 to 1988.
0: <laughs> I was cast as Little little Baby Johnson in, uh, in an early, early episode of The Waltons.
1: You were cast. You, you were the baby who had it. And I did all my own stunts. I fell down a well. <laughs> did that happen in The Waltons? Did anybody oh. ever fall down a well in The Waltons? Sounds yeah, like it. something that would happen in The Waltons. but And a snake almost bit me. that's a trying day for little baby johnson oh yeah (laughs) yeah
0: and then and then when tv guide came out Uh guess what Mm -hmm. said jeers to (laughs) them putting too many breasts on tv with the network battle of the stars cheers the portrayal of little baby johnson (laughs) you (laughs)
1: want to give our listeners an update on what tv guide is and what cheers and jeers are well yeah yeah uh so back in the day <laughs> we're
0: doing that let's do it tv guide magazine which was a magazine that was sold in supermarkets that had all the like a little digest but they, for little digest but they yeah. would have articles about you know different tv shows and stars and stuff like that but there was always this. there was the cheers and jeers section which would they would champion mm-hmm. a thing that was happening on tv and and then condemn another thing that they did not like that was <laughs> happening on tv right like a less acerbic mickey rooney yes in many mm. ways because he never had any cheers just jeers you think he was mostly jeering yeah
1: mark ryan is observations the building. Oh, oh shit what's up oh my god we mark haven't even introduced ourselves yet it's threatening mark ryan sorry Hi. mark yeah we have yeah. not introduced ourselves yet how am i threatening you look when you were wearing <laughs> a black shirt you loom and it's frightening yeah <laughs> Everyone here, we've talked about yeah, it. If we, if we subtitled this episode,
2: it would just say Mark Ryan looms. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, I'm glad. I, I think that's the thing I'm going for. So the sneering visage of Mark Ryan enters the <laughs> screen.
2: <laughs> well, that wraps up another week of the International yeah, News. We Service.
1: sure did it. How we are, for people who talked about being more focused or at least talked around being more focused, we are a. Yeah, I no, I,
0: I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm yeah. there. I'm there. All
1: right.
0: Here we go
2: we're doing it (laughs) you guys ready to get started
1: i'm ready to fuck this news up fuck
2: yeah i sure
1: am would somebody give us a countdown so i know when to start taking this seriously three two one go
2: welcome to the international news service
0: we're your hosts i'm kevin harrison along with
1: i am brian camp i'm mike weeby
0: and down to the lower thirds we have our producer editor station manager caterer
1: ryan (laughs) musician hey everybody that was an efficient. Hey, everybody! That was a very quick clip. Yes, we're, hey, we're, everybody! We're like we're.
0: This is exciting. We got a bunch of new are, changes mm-hmm. that are happening on the show. Uh, there's uh, segments coming in. Uh, a lot of big corporate stuff. We're getting bought out by Rupert Murdoch, and we are going to have to up our game if we we're going to make it in the you know this upper echelon news. This uh, podcast is now being broadcast. Uh, Not only internationally, but all the way to the space stations. So
2: we got a a story about that, actually.
0: Isn't that funny that I knew that before I knew that? That's maybe (laughs) some of the professionalism that I'm bringing to this job now, as opposed to before, (laughs) when I was simply meandering my way into traffic. Well, that's why they call it the news, Mike. I have not. Listen, normally I start these podcasts about... Oh, a fifth of vodka and uh, and a and a key bump of fucking clown powder, and uh, <laughs> I'm sober as a judge. You know what my wife said the other day? She was trying to uh, she was trying to say uh, sober as a judge, but she conflated sober as a judge, quiet as a church mouse, and crazy as a shithouse rat, and said sober as a shithouse mouse is what it was. Oh, yeah, shithouse mouse. Sober is a shithouse
1: mouse. That mouse has seen things. <laughs> it's trying to get past it in a healthy yeah. way. In yeah, a productive, exactly. healthy way.
2: Probably in group mm-hmm. therapy. That, yeah, that I mouse. mean,
0: if you find yourself covered in fiki, then at some point, you're like, you know, I hit rock
1: bottom. This is rock yeah. bottom. Right. Well, we've already lost track <laughs> of our... We've already slipped off the efficiency wagon. We've oh, already failed our it. listeners and our newfound steering towards we
2: got a new format coming next week and well, uh, we're working
1: on it this week even right. is this ha- yeah this is, this is part of it. This we're time. preparing right. i am
0: bringing in a segment
1: this week ooh mm-hmm.
0: yeah i was out that in did. the fucking i was out on i was out on these streets the beat the the dark streets of austin doing research mm-hmm. the research beat the research yeah i had an intern mm-hmm. who i screamed at a number of times <laughs> Crag. <laughs> well, it's Crag. It
1: was Crag. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You didn't really it. Cracking anyway. open
1: the Encyclopedia Britannica. A lot experience. of people have
0: been asking a lot of people have been asking us to let Crag on the air, and the answer is a resounding no. If you oh. heard this mumble mouthed dimwit speak, you would you would never want to listen to a podcast of any sort ever again.
2: So our first story was submitted by Harry, I don't know if his last name is Gerwitz or Gerwitz. 'cause you know, the V can go either way. But uh, I also believe he's on our Patreon. Of, of
1: what what uh what nation does he hail from? Maybe that will help us uh, the, decipher how to pronounce it. The United his name. States. The, the United USA. States of is that of America. Where? Okay. The same, Do we know the which same. one?
2: We do, but I don't want to. I don't know that he wants that information out there, so I'm not really. Yeah, I know it's right, shocking. It must be a
1: small one, so it must be Rhode Island. He's from Rhode Island,
2: probably. Yeah, I mean, it's a good, good guess. Vermont,
1: mm-hmm. Vermont, Oh man, Vermont. Nothing good comes out of Vermont, does it? Oh, they got that syrup. Yeah, but remember, we established <laughs> that Cairo is just as good as that syrup. No,
0: that's that you claimed it was, but we didn't. No. We didn't.
2: No, I just you guys are falling for episode like
1: twenty six, something like that. Right, right. And it's and we never we never came back around to it like you guys promised we would. It's just it's it's thickened sugar water. I'm
2: waiting for our Canadian listeners to send to send Brian some one hundred percent pure maple syrup so we can first Mm -hmm. taste test it and second rub his Mm -hmm. goddamn
1: face in it for being wrong. Yeah, because I've never had sugar before. I'll be so surprised.
2: Anyway, so Harry Gerwitz or Gerwitz sent us a story from the Daily Mail. A Japanese man identified only as Toko recently made headlines after he spent 2 million yen or nearly $16,000 on a realistic border collie costume. He hired a mm. Japanese company known for creating sculptures and models for movies and commercials, and it took them 40 days because the man kept rejecting and <laughs> revising the costume to get it right. 40 days. Yeah.
0: That's, so this, that's biblical. That's, as, that's the same amount of time that it took our Lord and Savior to get back to Moses.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that was, was Noah, wasn't mm-hmm. it? That... Him too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow uh and since mike paused the story yes uh lassie no, there,
0: there was a th- i was, was not gonna ma- bring that up but then a thing happened and then there, there was a distraction <laughs> so sidebar professional sidebar. sidebar professional this is gonna uh, get cut out
2: because the listener has no context for what we're talking about well we're trying
0: listen we're trying to make the stories a little more streamlined and efficient uh-huh. true mm-hmm. Right now, we're doing a professional thing called a side bre- b- 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 breaking news in regards to right. this sidebar.
1: Continue, Brian. Oh, you said continue, Brian. Well, uh, I just want to make sure the listener knew that I thought maybe they might have heard border collie and wouldn't have had a reference for what that is. It's a dog, <laughs> just like Lassie.
2: Well, wow, Go good ahead, job, Kevin. excellent. What if they don't know what Lassie is? S- sidebar, sidebar
1: over, sidebar over.
2: Okay, okay. So Toko said in an an interview, and I want to point out, Toko is not a native English speaker. So I'm reading what he said because I don't have a recording of it, but I'm not making fun of him. It's just he's not, you know, he doesn't speak English. You better
0: not pull some Mickey Rooney shit here.
2: Absolutely not. So he said, quote, my favorite is quadrupedal animals, especially cute ones. Among them, I thought that. A big animal close to me would be good, considering that it would be a realistic model, so I decided to make it a dog. I met such a condition and made Collie my favorite breed of dog. Toko celebrated his completed Border Collie costume by posting a video of himself in his costume where he can be seen waving his paw and rolling around on the floor like a happy Border Collie. And I'll tell you this, Mm. he does look, if you saw a picture you can look up Toko Border Collie, it does look like you're looking at a dog, it's very strange
1: Okay, did they but, hollow out a real dog for this? Yeah
0: <laughs> Well, it it did not specify Because that's what okay. they did for Lassie yeah. Lassie wasn't a real dog that was a human right. in,
2: a, in a in a dog costume
0: In it, Well, not a dog costume, I mean costume in a sense it was a murdered dog that they hollowed right. out
1: the inspiration for the clumps the nutty professor was that timmy played himself and the dog and lassie well what about when there was a scene between timmy and lassie all mirrors uh listeners i'm gonna (laughs) that's true
0: that's true uh listeners i am going to suggest you do look up toko border collie because it is it's it's fairly creepy i mean but it is it's uh maybe I'll I'll post
2: this on social media with the yeah, picture at the top. But so still, if you want to like, Spell Toko.
0: T O K O. I mean it's a very good costume but does this story get sinister? Like does he start going and smelling people's crotches and stuff or is he just kind of I mean what does he do? Like what does he, you know, like is he is he do cuz this I mean it's a lot of money but is he doing it to go perform somewhere or is he doing it to go uh, shit in public and try and get away with it because it gets him gets him off is it hooked up to his parts
2: my understanding is it's he's doing well I don't know that he read rockets
0: does he paint his dick red and then (laughs) go and (laughs) go and lie on his back and just what what, what's happening
1: I don't know right Right. rough rough I don't know Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, if he looked like a hyper-realistic dog and his reaction was just rough, rough, (laughs) it would be... (laughs) Rough, rough?
0: I
2: don't know. Uh, Yeah, I'm
0: watching him move around in it, and I don't... It's weird. It looks more like an animatronic dog.
2: Yeah, he doesn't quite seem to have the moves down yet.
0: It's hard to believe
1: that it's a human. It's more animatronic feeling. Is there anything for scale in the picture? Like, is this a big human inside of a once-living dog, or is it yeah,
2: a... I mean, it's like a normal-sized Japanese man. Okay. So he's, like, comparable to a big I collie. Can,
1: there
0: can be big fat guys. There can be l- little skinny guys. Huh. There can be tall huh. guys. I mean, there's
1: not... a. Mean average, I don't think they all like armor hot dogs. <laughs> what? Don't you know this? back kid's skinny kid. It's good.
0: Oh, okay. Nothing yeah, that yeah, song yeah. about yeah. dogs, though. Dogs, but honestly, though, dogs probably do. It's about do hot, hot, dogs. hot dogs. Of course, it's about dogs, dogs like hot dogs. Yeah. They're not, yeah. they're not uh,
1: dis- yeah. discerning okay. animals when it comes okay. to
0: food for the most part.
1: And you guys probably don't know this, but there's not real dogs and hot dogs. So it's not even a cannibal thing. Actually, yeah, dogs eat meat.
2: We got a we got a story about hot dogs later. So we find out what is inside mm-hmm. Brian's favorite food.
1: Again, professionalism reigns mm-hmm. supreme tonight. You see how we're forecasting future stories, listener. That's a professional foreshadowing, newscast. Foreshadowing,
0: I believe you mean. Oh,
1: foreshadowing. Yeah. What did I say? Forecasting. 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 That's yeah, what, what you do with the weather. Why would you correct me on that? <laughs> I'm being I'm I'm being a little artful in my speech. I'm trying to bring a little you know, a culture news team's to supposed this. To work together with each other a news team's supposed to be a team and the listener will notice that mike has a new segment but my my desire to bring in the weather mm-hmm. was resoundingly voted down the so.
2: international weather
1: yes <laughs> people want to know <laughs> what's it going to be like in malta tomorrow <laughs> well they won't know now i guess just go on vacation and risk it right Ooh, right malta's supposed to be nice huh? i'm not going because i don't know I don't know, right? I canceled. <laughs> I canceled my trip to Tierra del Fuego.
0: Yeah, I. I didn't. I was gonna go see the Del Fuegos there. Man, <laughs> the Violent Femmes before they had a record deal before they went gold. So our next
2: story comes to us from Vice. Ah, oh, which one? Uh Gin, the
1: card game. No. Can you bet on that? I mean, you can bet on any yeah. anything with a winner and a loser.
2: No, so I'm I'm betting against Mike.
1: Can oh. That's, oh, you know what? Man, that's rude. Mike, See, that's... I'm always betting for you. Yeah. I'm always betting on you. You're going to make it. <laughs> and always. I hope so. Mm-hmm. So if Hollywood. Professionals are positive. Mm-hmm. I didn't
0: interrupt. You hadn't started yet. So that's the go to alpha hell. main man mindset. That's Professionals a B, are man. positive. P- PRP. Mm-hmm. ABP. Always
1: be positive.
2: I don't. I don't know. If that's the best way to
1: say that. Be positive. It if, works to remember your type as well. Yeah, your Go blood ahead. type as well. Mm. If
2: Hollywood has taught us anything, it's that we are one UFO away from a massive war with malicious aliens. Now, this may be one step closer to a reality, according to a PhD student at the University of Vigo in Spain. There are actually four quote malicious extraterrestrial civilizations unquote in the Milky way to determine this, the writer researched how many invasions between countries have occurred on earth over the last 50 years. He then applied this to the number of known and estimated habitable planets and to SETI's estimate that there are 15,785 civilizations in the Milky way. However, The author ultimately determined that the odds of an Earth invasion by malicious aliens are very low. First of all, the odds that one of these four malicious civilizations would receive a radio transmission that would lead them to Earth is unlikely. Next, one of these malicious civilizations would have to have developed technology capable of interstellar travel. And as civilizations become more advanced, they tend to be less warlike. The odds of a planet killing asteroid hitting the earth are about one in 100 million years. By contrast, the researcher determined the odds of a malicious extraterrestrial civilization attacking the earth are closer to one in 10 billion years. Uh, and just for reference, the earth is about four and a half billion years old. The re- uh, <laughs> How, how old I mean, you, how old do you guys think it is?
1: What?
0: 3000 now?
1: Yeah, I think between three and thirty five hundred. I think that's. Yeah. It's uh, that's, uh, there's a, that's a there's a book. Uh, wanna... uh, the, the first book right. of science is
0: called the Bible. You can and it's, you can figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's just math. The, it's just math, yeah. right? And also, how do you know these malicious society? I mean, how do they know that these places taste so good?
2: <laughs> that's that's delicious. You're thinking of delicious.
0: The word you're thinking of is delicious. I know, but malicious is like even more delicious. It's like, (laughs) it tastes Mm. so good. It's so delicious Mm, that that it's malicious. Mm. This is malicious. (laughs) Oh, this is malicious. Pizza.
2: I don't don't think you know how to use that word. This is
0: malicious. (laughs) It's
2: not what that word means at all.
1: Oh, agree to (laughs) to disagree. You sound like an angry Southern mechanic. (laughs)
2: what is an angry southern mechanic eating there that it's it's so malicious Uh, probably pork rinds i'll give pork rinds a malicious this caramel
0: apple is malicious
1: (laughs) (laughs) half your teeth are rotten out of your head
0: could i get extra caramel on it the researcher
2: admitted his calculations are very speculative, but he said he hopes he can start a conversation about whether it's actually risky to send messages into space.
1: Uh, there's a yeah. lot going on here. Yeah, well, hey, Just break well, it down for well, us. Well, good for him for admitting how speculative this is. Almost to the point of being completely useless <laughs> and entirely meaningless. Yeah. Almost. Good for him. Good for him for admitting that, he wasted his own time, and he's wasted your time, Kevin, and now know, we've wasted ours. the time of a good listener, to INS.
2: So you're saying we're wasting the listener's time? No. So this <laughs> guy is. is. This
1: we're guy reporting is. reporting his time wasting. We're letting exactly. people know that this is, this is, y- how many times do we have to talk about the science, grip. <laughs> and well, by the way, we are, we are a, a, a race of people that talk about space as a source of more resources. I think there's a really good chance that if there's four malicious species Uh in in our solar system or in our galaxy, Uh we are one of them.
2: Well, okay, that's fair. We're the one most likely to wipe out the Earth anyway.
0: Why are we assuming that they're malicious and that they are not? In fact, now I understand I got the word wrong. They are the (laughs) antonym of malicious. Why are we not assuming that they are delicious? I know that malicious tastes bad. I I got confused. Right. Ugh, gross. Ugh, yeah, this is malicious. They could be delicious.
2: Yeah, they could be.
0: But they could be delicious. They could be like, ah, oh, hey, listen, man, we're all we're all popcorn and light and happiness. But let me hug you. We sleep right. on titties. The alien planets
2: starting to sound okay. I mean I'm just saying.
0: I'm saying that's like a good like how do we not know that they don't want to help the Earth? Like giving us titty mattresses? Did you say Earth? <laughs> I said it the way Will Smith says it. Okay.
2: I mean, they could be, I mean, so you know, according to this, there are fifteen thousand seven hundred eighty-one peaceful civilizations and four malicious civilizations.
1: There there aren't any. There's one and it's us. That's it. How do they figure
0: this? It's psychic so, like transmissions. What how 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 does he figure?
2: Well, he used SETI's
0: data. You know, SETI is the search for... But how do they, yeah, but SETI does not know how many civilizations right. exist. And they certainly don't know what the civilization's demeanors are. Oh, the Klingons and the Ferengi are <laughs> quite <laughs> malicious. But when you're uh, dealing with a Baratheon... And uh is it from Game of Thrones and Darth Vader's
1: they are <laughs> much more kind if you get them in the early years. You know Mike don't ever don't ever get into a trade war with a ferengi. Oh boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't yeah. ever don't ever try to haggle over a price with a ferengi, right Kevin? That's right.
0: So our next story mm-hmm. comes to us from the BBC. You're talking you're talking to a gorn about a <laughs> <laughs> I, before we leave this story, yeah, like okay, I, okay. I, I I, am interested in SETI. I think it's very interesting. I like I like the fact that we uh, actually. What is SETI?
2: At, can you, can you uh, describe it? The search for Lister?
0: extraterrestrial intelligence. There's a giant, Excellent. big as fuck satellite. I don't know where it is, Brazil or something like that. I
2: think it's a. I think it's a uh, radio telescope. Is what
0: it is. Radio telescope. Yeah. yeah, and they're out there. And I don't. And I think that it does something other than than look for extraterrestrial life. But uh, maybe it is just looking for that. It's scanning for like anomalies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tachyon like, particles. They're looking for. <laughs> hey, scanning for space and no, but it's scanning for like weirdo like radio waves and stuff that might. Identify that and I, I don't know maybe it also like can map stars or something like that. It seems kind of crazy that anybody would put enough money to like to do that, but I don't know. I agree, said he's a wonderful thing yeah, but i don't I don't think that whoever this guy is saying like there's seven thousand good civilizations and two bad ones, right no, we don't know that there's any. We literally do not know <laughs> that there's any civilizations period. We don't know that there's any life anywhere.
2: If there if there was life, what do you think it would look like?
0: Well, I mean, I I do think that there is somewhere, and it probably looks like green skin, purple dicks, green skin, purple dicks.
2: Now that was two weeks ago. It's got to be new life.
0: I know. I mean, I I got a lot of octopuses on my brain lately, so I'm thinking very octopusial. Okay, but you know, I don't know. It could be anything. They could exist just as thought waves, (laughs) oh, sound particles. Sure, maybe maybe something to do with a quasar. Maybe a quasar. I don't. I I don't know, but I don't think that. I don't. I don't think we're at a place that we can determine malicious versus non-malicious or delicious, if you will.
1: I, I think SETI's problem, if I may, Mike, and yeah. I think it's the problem that a lot of and, and, and maybe there's there's probably a name for it in in interesting science circles, is that if you don't give people some indication that there's something that they can immediately relate to and will identify as cool, then they won't support the, yeah. the ongoing development of the thing you are studying. Right. I mean, people yeah. quit caring um. about NASA when we stopped going to the moon, but uh, NASA's yeah. been doing cool shit for Yeah, They're constantly doing cool stuff. And I'm sure steady does like Mike says a lot of great things, but if they don't publish some mumbo jumbo nonsense about how many civilized planets there are and people can say oh yeah that's just like Babylon 5 then people <laughs> won't support yeah. steady and the uh, and work the good work they it's do true. Babylon 5 makes space a lot you, more boring
0: you, you, pe- the people <laughs> they want to see ass and they want to see titties and <laughs> and they got to make mm-hmm. all this stuff sexy like oh shit there's fucking you ever heard of fucking water world well, that's on another planet Ooh. what do you think about that
2: so that's, our next story that's comes to us from the BBC. Ah, Bad Boys Club. Bad
1: Boys Club.
2: In late May, 1,369 people gathered at Whitby Abbey in North Yorkshire, England, to set a new world record. The new record was for the largest gathering of people dressed as vampires. The event was organized to mark the 125th anniversary of Bram Stoker's novel Dracula, which was first published in 1897. The gathering was set at Whitby Abbey because the Abbey inspired Dracula's London home in the novel, or at least the home he's buying. A representative from the Guinness World Records said, quote, we are quite strict about the official costume that is allowed. It must include black shoes, black trousers or dress, waistcoat, shirt, black cape or colored overcoat, and fangs on, t- on the top set of teeth. Uh, this was not the first world record for a gathering of vampires either. The previous record was set at Doswell, Virginia in 2011 with 1,039 dorks. Uh, wait, hold on. I mean vampires in attendance
0: don't I don't I don't appreciate that at all
2: you You weren't there were you wait were, were you what
0: were you wearing a cloak? I'm not wearing my cloak right now, but I think you're maligning some very enthusiastic costumed players they're gonna come after me No, they're they're not all vampire why so this was the most vampires. The most people dressed as vampires. And not the most people Ooh. dressed as Dracula's. Yeah, because they, they're you know
2: you can't be. I mean, there you can be Dracula's wife. You can, there's not really a girl Dracula.
1: So real vampires don't count. Vampirella.
2: Well, it was during, It was in in the light. Elvira. So
1: she's a girl Dracula. Why would they do it in the light? <laughs> so you can count the vampires.
0: <laughs> that that no. made it no.
1: Just this is that made it stupid. This is stupid. This is, stupid. Dumb.
0: This is the dumbest <laughs> right. thing. If they did this in the light, I I. Everything about this is dumb. This is what? everything about this is. Dumb oh, they're all day
1: walkers. It. We're supposed to think yeah. they're all day
0: walkers. Okay, yeah.
1: Oh, like Blade.
0: Yeah, like Blade. Yeah, like Blade. Blade's not a vampire. He's a half and he's a half vampire. Yeah.
2: But he also, I don't know that he fits the costume requirements.
0: He wears black trousers. He's got
2: things. Doesn't he have like a purple shirt or something?
0: I mean, I don't think he has a cloak. I, mean, I guess that's an issue. Yeah, he has lots of cool shirts. He has lots of cool shirts, though. Cool, cool yeah. boots too. Cool glasses. So does Whistler? Whistler does too. I'm just not happy about this story. Like, I don't, I don't think that. Hey, I don't think that you. I don't. I. I think they have to renounce that record. If they did this in the daytime, okay. this record is I contest. Where do you formally hmm. contest a Guinness Book of World Records at?
1: Right with the Guinness Book people. Probably the brewery, right? Yeah.
0: Get out of the brewery. I will threaten to stop drinking their black frothy beverage.
1: If enough people write letters, that's how Cagney and Lacey stayed on the air. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remind remind people what Cagney and Lacey was. I don't. Cagney and Lacey was a hit show in I believe the mid, early to mid to late mid eighties about uh, Tyne Daly, late mid, who played either Cagney or Lacey in another. <laughs> popular female actress who played Suzanne the other...
0: Played, played James Cagney. <laughs> what? what? I believe Sharon Glass. I don't think any of that's true. Sharon Glass played <laughs> James Cagney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there was a lot of, yeah she yeah, yeah, she,
1: yeah, she. You dirty rat.
0: Why you dirty rat? Top of you the world, mom. Top of the world.
1: Mm-hmm. That's where all that comes <laughs> from. That's why people are so passionate and wrote the letters. Wow.
0: Like, don't take That's this it. brilliant classic pizza, classic Hollywood off TV.
1: Mm-hmm. Tyne Daily also in Magnum Force. I think we talked about that some at some point. Magnum Force being a Dirty Herald movie. hmm Very good one. If you're looking to round out your Clint Eastwood night, Magnum Force is good. Did you say this happened in Yorkshire?
2: North Yorkshire.
1: Home of the Terriers. So what
2: uh how would you have staged your uh gathering of the vampires to do it properly since you're bothered by this gathering of dorks I mean vampires unbuttoned
0: rayon shirts All right nighttime nighttime that's the main I mean that's the main oh, thing yeah. nighttime, nighttime. uh uh-huh. scarf what about an ascot scarf or ascot definitely neckwear there's just there's got to be baroque neckwear okay you're covering some sort of scar right isn't that part yeah. of it yeah and then there's you and don't there's want people to see there's got to be some sort of a you know, you could do like a clasp, like a high collar with like a big, you know, kind of claspy uh, or like a big, uh, you know, medallion-y kind of thingamajig. What about
1: powder on the face? Like what about a pale, like, like you have to have done something to make yourself look bloodless? Is that yes. too much or do you think that's the right amount? Oh,
0: I think that would be good. I think if you're going for a grand Book of World Record, also, you need to have slept either... In Fiki or with a dead body, with a corpse of... Some, it can be like dead animals, but you sleep with them because you need to have the stench of death upon you. Is that a vampire thing? Yes. You have to... Or you could constantly be gas-passing because <laughs>
1: vampires can turn <laughs> into mist. Oh, okay. And they, they stink. They stink of sulfur. All right. Oh, yeah. Remember that next time you're concerned there might be a vampire in your home.
2: Now, can you, could you photograph the vamp? Like by photographing the gathering of the vampires, if, if people are like appear on the film that you photographed, does it disqualify? No, they can
1: appear on film. You just can't appear in mirror. Yeah. When real vampires aren't allowed, it's people dressed like vampires. People dress. That's the other thing too.
2: You, you count the people in the photograph. And if, uh, that's how you you make sure. Yeah.
0: I think vam- I think real vampires can appear in photographs. Can they? Let's find out. Let's find let me let me let me The way a
2: camera works though is it's got a mirror.
0: Let me talk to my occult source yeah. here.
1: <laughs> Where do you set the it's F stop? It's got a mirror
2: that the that the light reflects off before it hits the film.
1: Uh well that would be an analog yeah. camera, but a digital camera might work, yeah, right? Maybe. Hmm.
2: So what what did the internet say about about Whether vampires can be. I wasn't looking
0: at the internet. I was opening up Tobin's Spirit Guide. (laughs) And it's referencing another novel I don't have. So,
1: okay. okay.
2: Our last
0: story is dedicated to Brian.
1: Oh, well, I feel it must be about uh, just a a real good person who wants nothing but the best for his friends and, and wants everything to turn out good for everybody. That's how I often am described. I'm often described that way as a good as a good person.
2: We'll just have to see how it how it plays okay. out. We'll have to see how the the story comes from the uh, Pittsburgh Tribune Review.
1: Mm, the Trib Rev. There's
2: not a not a newspaper name that rolls off the tongue.
1: Well, it's because they're serious about the news.
2: As we have discussed on the show, Brian loves hot dogs. Hot dogs are his favorite food, and he will choose them over. Any other meal. And that's why I hate to break the news to him, but in late May, sorry, Brian, Mm. a Pennsylvania state trooper was dispatched to an accident on I 70 in Rostaver, Pennsylvania, where he reported that the, quote, violent stopping motion, unquote, of a semi truck caused 15,000 pounds or 6,800 kilograms. Of the hot dog filler, it was carrying in its trailer to catapult onto the roadway and explode out of its packaging on impact. For the uh, for those who do who may not know, hot dog filling is typically made from half pulverized beef, pork, or chicken, mixed with fats and preservatives.
1: And Brian says they're the best, tastiest part of the hot dog. Mm-hmm. Well, as my my old man would say, peckers and lips. That's what goes on a hot Pulver, dog. Half pulverized peckers half and lips. Pulverized peckers and lips, floor sweepings from the slaughterhouse. Uh, so, this was just the filler. It wasn't hot dogs. It was just, it was uncased hot dog, is what you're saying. Like a, a pat, almost a pate. Like big packages of just slurry, hot dog <laughs> slurry. Oh, man. I bet that smelled so good. Mm. <laughs> where, where did this happen again?
2: This was uh, a about, uh, about like thirty miles outside of Pittsburgh.
0: So it's probably pretty hot there.
2: Oh, this time of year it's super oh, yeah. humid.
0: Yeah,
2: it's probably steamed hot dog filling. Darkling that instantly. So the fire department reported that it was forced to close all but one lane of the roadway, bringing mm-hmm. traffic to a standstill for about five hours. Yeah, a police investigation revealed. The truck had been going so fast, quote, that multiple brakes on the vehicle were completely inoperable, resulting in a total loss of stopping power. Police have said the truck driver will face multiple charges from the accident, including speeding and presumably for ruining thousands of perfectly good hot dogs.
0: Somebody made this joke, but I saw the photo of this and uh, it really looked like uh, at the end of Akira when... (laughs) tetsuo starts to turn into a giant fucking amorphous disgusting fucking monster it's all pink and like pink
1: and fleshy and it was super super gross well i um, have to reevaluate my villain assignment from that movie
2: brian's gonna get hungry the next time he watches that movie on his uh weekly viewing man i haven't had a good hot dog in a while i
1: had a a corn dog the other day. What
2: about a Vienna sausage?
1: No, no. I, no, corn I don't dog. Know. Tell us about the corn dog. On a lot of case. Well, you know what? I had I had a brat recently and I had a corn dog mm. more recently. Than that. And the corn dog, to the list to the non-hot dog eating listener, perhaps mm-hmm. in one of our, uh, the many countries we cater the news to, hot dogs are pre-cooked <laughs> here in the States. So you can eat a cold hot dog and it's, it's just a cold hot dog. There's, you're not eating raw meat. So, uh, but you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to, but, but that, that, that little extra bit of safety will, some call it, will cause some hot dog vendors and it turns out corn dog vendors to be a little lax on the heating process. So while the batter was warm on the corn dog, the interior of the hot dog itself was a little chilly and that was an unwelcome surprise. I mm. still ate it, but it wasn't, it wasn't as good as I, I had hoped because I do love a good corn dog. How do you feel about people that
0: call corn dogs corny dogs? Hmm. Well, they're pieces of shit.
1: <laughs> I thought that was the Texas way was to call it a corny dog. No, that's that's how you know someone's just a fool. I don't know what else to say it. Sometimes that's... they call them <laughs> conies. No, I think conies are just long hot dogs, right? Like you get a cheese coney at
2: no, I think Sonic. It, I thought a Coney had a I thought a Coney was a hot dog with like It's
1: like a meat sauce on it because it was Coney sauce. Coney's also a term for a rabbit. You're going to eat rabbit. True. Sorry, Kevin.
0: Yeah. I, you know, you know, here's what struck me about that story that kind of pisses me the fuck off. (laughs) Good. Uh Is that they got the traffic down to one lane, but they said it was standstill for five hours. And that means it's Uh because so many goddamn people had to fucking gawk with their slack jawed Mm -hmm. mouths open at a bunch of hot dog slurry there. And just look at it. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop and look at it longer. Oh, my God. Look at it. We probably want to roll down the window and get get some
2: of that hot dog scent in your car. Smell
0: it. Oh, my gosh. It's so gross. (laughs) I'm just going to keep looking at it. They're honking at me to go, but I just need another couple good minutes of staring at it. And meanwhile, I'm back. I'm fucking late for a CrossFit competition or whatever. And I'm fuming. You were in Pittsburgh last no, week? No, I wasn't. But it, it, that it's that sort of scenario uh-huh. that would happen here uh-huh. that would, you know, make me late for, a, a you know, a kickboxing tournament or, a, you know, uh-huh. a jet ski exhibition that I was performing in. All because people just can't, you know, imagine that, oh, there's an accident on the side of the road, whether it's... Whether it's a, a whether it's a broken taillight that a cop pulled someone over for, or mm-hmm. you know, a fucking Akira guy coming apart at the seams because <laughs> he had too mm-hmm. much fucking psychic powers that are Is driving that t- Tetsuo, whoever. <laughs> stop! I need to get somewhere. I don't stop slowing me down because you don't ever get to see anything cool, and you're excited to look at an accident. When I get up to an if I if I listen if I've been in line and for a while and I get up uh-huh. to an accident and there isn't something incredibly impressive, what what is that? I mean, like a car that's chopped into fourths by some sort of a like a fucking dinosaur print on a on a Hyundai. Mm. Something worth looking and stopping to go, like, oh, holy shit, you know? Because right. I, I mean, I'm serious. I get so goddamn mad when there's a giant fucking traffic jam, and then you get up and it's just some cop giving some fucking dipshit a ticket.
2: So, what I hear you saying is if somebody's not dead, you're not satisfied. If it with the, bleeds. With the it
0: bleeds.
2: <laughs> That's why they call it the news, Mike. So, do you know who had a franchise of hot dog restaurants in this, I believe in the 70s? None other than Mickey Rooney. Well, well they were called. Well. It was called Mickey's Weenie World, and they served round hot dogs on a hamburger bun.
1: Was what it the fuck? Was it like a conflict with the sixty Minutes crew, and they had to make he had to sell it off or something? That's what he probably yeah. was doing it because he was like, I don't think hot dogs should be so
0: long. It takes me so long <laughs> to get from the first bite mm-hmm. to the last one. Why don't they make them round so I can just shove them in my mouth? It's about time.
1: I wonder if there's a way to bring back the Mickey Rooney hot dog stand.
0: I mean, you can make round hot dogs, nobody's stopping you. I mean, clearly, you can go fucking grab a handful of slurry on the side of the road in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, they probably,
2: I hope they moved it since
1: Pittsburgh. They did not. They did not.
2: Okay, fair,
1: fair. You could call them Ringo's. You'd get sued.
2: (laughs) Wow! Wait a. What is that? Like episode five?
1: (laughs) That's well. That's what a professional newscaster does. Good job, Brian. I forecast and I recap.
0: You want to do my segment first, or you want to do mailbag first? No, I want to do your segment first. All right. This this segment is called getting to know the podcast. Sometimes here on the International News Service, we make references that are. For people in their mid nineties.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, older people, but maybe you're our age and you've just forgotten what we're talking about. Now, what when what episode did we reference Manimal, Kevin?
2: Uh I believe in episode seventy seventy, I believe.
0: Episode seventy, we referenced Manimal. Let me for maybe that some of you that don't know what Manimal is. Manimal <laughs> was an American action-adventure television series created by Glenn A. Larson. It ran on NBC from September 30th to December 17th, 1983. The show centers on character Jonathan Chase, played by Simon McCorkindale. As a which, man sh- he can shapeshift, he can turn himself into ooh. any animal he chooses, uh-huh. but he only chooses a handful of animals. Uh, the animals he does choose are a horse, a dolphin, a bear, or a bull, although <laughs> those uh, transformations happen off screen, unlike the hawk and the black panther, which he would change into in nearly the episode. Although one episode, one episode, they showed him changing into a snake. Uh the effects were done by Stan Winston. And now uh, when I said it was created by Glenn A. Larson, you said, I know that name. Or maybe you didn't, but Glenn Larson, Glenn A. Larson has come up quite a uh-huh. few times. Barside. No, no, that's Gary Larson. Glenn yeah. A. Larson in some way came up just the last episode when we referenced the Fall Guy. Oh The Fall Guy is so uh, Glenn A. Larson was this um, very prolific television producer he did uh alias smith and jones Battlestar galactica buck rogers in the 25th century um, quincy hardy boys bj and the bear the fall guy magnum pi night rider among others now uh he was coming off real hot off of uh night rider and a couple other shows and he's like i'm i'm gonna do this show called manimal and Manimal was a huge failure, such a big failure <laughs> that we re- it got canceled after like it got canceled after three shows, but they'd already shot seven, so they just like showed the seven. But you know it starred that dude Simon McCorkindale who I don't really know what else he did, but also Melody Anderson, who was Ooh. Dale Dale Arden in yeah, that's right. the hit flash hit film that was one of the first films to make me horny. Oh, Flash <laughs> Gordon.
1: Uh, but so
0: it was, but it was a show that was like, it was mocked quite a bit because it was about a guy who fights crime who I don't really even know. He was a, he was a rich guy who could turn into an animal and he fought crime. He uh, there's a bunch of episodes where while at the beach, Jonathan discovers a scrimshaw, walrus tusk with shavings in it and the clutches of a skeleton they begin investigating at a local bar where they encounter someone who's been looking for it their whole life this episode includes a new transformation sequence when jonathan turns into a snake um also they use and they they, they used a whole bunch of shots from this they used some on the show auto man which will get its own behind the podcast at some point uh here's it that was at least seven episodes Probably only seven episodes, because for every <laughs> hit that Glenn A. Larson had, there was a miss. And Glenn A. Larson's name is still connected to the new Battlestar Galactica, which, but he since passed away. Glenn A. Larson, but he was a very, okay. very successful. Now, you would assume that after such a big failure, that the character of Manimal would be just designated to obscurity, never to be seen on TV again. After 1983, he would have been gone. Well, when you assume you make an asshole (laughs) out of you, me, shut the fuck up with your assumptions. (laughs) You do not assume because you look like a fucking piece of shit when you assume because the character of Jonathan Chase, a.k.a. Manimal, portrayed Uh by Simon McCorkendale, (laughs) <laughs> returned in a crossover episode of the 1990s series Nightman. <laughs> Although this time the traditional <laughs> special effects were changed to be CGI because it was the 1990s uh, and they needed to do bad CGI effects. So yeah, the I character of Manimal lived on. And mm. there, was a, I was actually, there was talk of a Manimal movie uh, with Will Ferrell. And Adam McKay, but it, it never ended up happening. And with that, all I can say is, now you know this podcast just a little bit
1: better. <laughs> Go with God, listener. Can I ask you a quick <laughs> question, Mike? Yeah, Mr. McCorkle? Yeah. Uh, was he a blonde-haired, curly-headed man? It was blonde,
0: but it was actually uh, he's, feathered. He's thinking
2: of the greatest American hero.
0: Well,
1: this is just the era, the, the one yeah. four- to five-year era where the blonde-haired, curly-headed man had his heyday. Never he before had, and never after.
0: He had feathered hair. He he later appeared as an astronomer in the 1979 serial Quartermass. Oh.
1: Quarter
0: Quartermass. Quartermass. There's no, there's no R in there. It's quarter mass. Sure there is. And <laughs> he, he did a lot of... He did a lot of day day player type work. Uh, he was in all the you know Glenn A Larson sort of tangential mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, Dynasty, Fantasy Island, Heart to Heart, Matt Houston, Dukes of Hazard, and Ooh. he was in the miniseries Menions of America, which we all remember.
1: Is that a shared universe? Is the Glenn Larson universe? Ooh. Interesting question, Brian. Thanks, Mike.
0: No. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do not believe... Just I nightmare. mean, maybe, possibly, I would love to see a world where the aliens from V meet up with the, the Cylons from Battlestar Galactica. Mm. And then they go off to a far-off place and meet Buck Rogers. And Buck Rogers says, can you take me back to Earth? And they say, yeah, can we slap Aaron Gray's buttocks? And they go, and <laughs> Buck Rogers goes, no. And he shoots them. Beedy, beedy beep oh, yeah. <laughs> beedy, beedy, beep. beep. <laughs> that was a lot. There's, so obviously there's going to be a lot more of these right. uh, where we get into uh-huh. uh, little little references that you, the audience member, might not know as much about that I do and that I just remembered from saying that I wasn't reading off of anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Encyclopedia Prec- of... Useful information, Mike. Thank you for that.
0: When you look up information about Manimal, there is uh, one glaring right. omission, and it is the fact that in the pilot episode, they posit that he can turn into a shark. And everywhere, every piece of information you read about now does not mention the shark that he turns into. For the final scene of the pilot episode of Manimal, or as they say it in the UK, Manimal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why i got canceled because on uh google says 93% like this tv show oh. that's that's why you don't trust google probably probably because it was the same uh rating machines as the voting machines are used in Arizona
2: <laughs> right before we go we got an email from philip pampers
1: oh the great philip pampers of, yeah. of uh squeaky from brett Payne. Who drew us the picture?
2: Yes. He he created he created the finest example of fan art I've ever seen for our mm-hmm. podcast or any other podcast.
1: You say podcast?
2: Alright, just
1: want to make sure. It's a podcast.
2: It's a podcast.
0: <laughs> hey. Hey, it's a Transformer listening to the podcast. <laughs>
2: To Philip Pampers said that we haven't heard from the Titty Man in a while, and <laughs> he asked what advice the Titty Man would give to Phoenix Mike.
1: That's a great. Well, that's a great question. I think the Titty Man would
0: just. I think the Titty Man would just be really concerned <laughs> that Phoenix might want to burn down a strip club or a Hooters <laughs> or uh, a Twin Peaks restaurant. I believe it's called a restaurant. A restaurant. I. I. I do see there being some conflict in that scenario. Then again, I do see that the titty man could possibly team up with Phoenix in order to Mm -hmm. create some sort of arson advice that simply burns bras.
1: That would heal very closely to Cagney and Lacey.
2: Can you, can you give us, just give us
0: a a little like clip from that. Hey Phoenix, uh, uh, titty man, titty man got a little bit of a issue with you. Lighting matches around the yellow rose.
1: Oh, you do, bitch?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the Titty Man uh, does not want you to burn down the yellow rose because the Titty Man likes to go in there fervently to see titties. (laughs) Ain't that some shit? Let's go drink some Sambuca, bitch. I believe it would go down something like that. That's a tough one. My, I might have, to, was, I might have yeah. to come back to that. I might have to... Okay, That is a real crossing of the world. That, I, would li- I, do, I would like to see both the Titty Man and uh, Phoenix <laughs> show up mm. in the Glenn A. larson universe.: Ooh. Like two buddy cops? Ooh, that would be pretty good. Phoenix and the Titty Man. That's a great name for a fucking show. <laughs> Phoenix and the Titty Man.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, shit. A
0: crime.
1: Titty man don't like crime unless it's the crime of seeing titties.
0: <laughs> Loose titties, now that's not a crime.
2: So that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Remember that nothing pacifies a malicious alien civilization like a good dose of INS. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week.
0: Dr. Jonathan Chase, a wealthy, young, handsome. A man with the brightest of futures. A man with the darkest of past. From Africa's deepest recesses to the rarefied peaks of Tibet. Heir to his father's legacy and the world's darkest mysteries. Jonathan Chase, master of the secrets that divide man from animal. Animal from man. Manimal. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate,
1: review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.